Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. We're going to be looking at your rights when you are pulled over by the police. Joining us now is Kolani Fichla, who's the spokesperson for the Johannesburg Metro Police Department. Kolani, good afternoon and thank you for joining us. Uh, good afternoon to you, and uh, let me also take the opportunity to greet uh, the listeners. Indeed, Kalani. Great to have you on board and uh, looking forward to this chat, because there's quite a few things we're going to try and uh, tuck in to this chat <laughs> this on whatever time we've got uh, available to us. So let's look at basic procedures. What can one expect, and what can we query when we come to a roadblock, when we are pulled over? Uh, yes, it is important uh, for a motorist to know that a police officer or a traffic officer wearing uniform has the right to pull over any vehicle at any time. And if this happens, then you are compelled to provide your name, your address, if it is requested, as well as any other information regarding your identity. But you as a motorist are entitled to ask the person in uniform for any proof of identity that's either an appointment card or appointment certificate or any other official documentation for that police officer to identify themselves. And if they do refuse, then they are transgressing the Criminal Procedure Act and any action taken by this official will be regarded as illegal. Then we know that according to the Road Traffic Act, a traffic officer has the right to see your driving license and you mm-hmm. are supposed to have it with you on person at all times whilst driving your vehicle. And traffic officers are also entitled to remove the license disc from your vehicle and declare the vehicle not road ready. That's when they find uh, three defects from the vehicle. And then the vehicle can also be removed from the road. So, Polani, okay, quite a number of things are, because I'm also basing this on experience. So, um, uh, can police, when they pull you over, can they also ask you to, you know, like step out of the vehicle and search the vehicle and possibly search you too? Uh, yes, uh, they can, but uh, it's uh, two uh, different uh, uh, scenarios. Because mm-hmm. uh, when uh, uh, conducting a roadblock, we have an official roadblock and, un- and an unofficial roadblock, which is also considered or called a roadside check. Right. With a official roadblock, then uh, uh, the police need to get uh, permission from uh, the local uh, station commander of the SAPS within that area. Right. And from that permission, it has to state what's the reason of the roadblock. It could either be crime prevention right. or for drunken driving or for any other reason. And then for an unofficial roadblock, which is a roadside check, then that uh, documentation isn't needed. But with the official roadblock, uh, the one that has been authorized, then a police officer can request you to get out of your vehicle, search your vehicle, and search your person as well. But with an unofficial uh, roadblock, then the police officer has to have reasonable grounds for conducting either a search on the, in the vehicle or on the person. Bolani, sorry, can I come in there? How would you define, how would the, the, the motorist identify or recognize upon approach an unofficial roadblock? I'll tell you, I'll tell you, sorry, if I can just continue, okay. if I can just uh, tell you why. I, yeah. I had an experience three, four months ago, and I don't know if our listeners have all, can identify with this or perhaps they've also got something to contribute. would love to hear from them, where um, yeah. there was a roadblock within my suburb, literally a road up from where I live, in within okay. the suburb. 
Now, they were just standing there. They were just on the side. And uh, I also noticed some kind of – I felt some kind of stereotyping, which I want to get onto with you. Because okay. I noticed that um, – and this has happened many a time. I drive a bucky. And I've noticed okay. every time I drive this bucky, I'm pulled over. And in my other car, I'm not. And mm-hmm. I noticed that uh, – I also noticed this at this uh, – I'm taking it. It was an unofficial roadblock where the cars were just being waved through and I was specifically targeted. How do mm-hmm. we deal with that? Yes, uh, the only way to differentiate an unofficial roadblock, which is a roadside check, they either have uh, either two, three, or four officers yes. who just pull vehicles over to the side of the road and check whatever they need to check, either the driving license of the vehicle or the roadworthiness of the vehicle. Then with a authorized roadblock, then we'll have a huge signage that does mention that there is a roadblock ahead. And usually yeah. then the traffic lanes are restricted and we do have a bit of traffic congestion heading towards where the police are. But as a motorist and as a resident or member of public, then you do have the right to request to see that documentation that says that the roadblock has uh, uh, been authorized by the police. Mm-hmm. But with an unofficial, uh, even if you do ask, the officers won't be able to give you that documentation. Sure. But if they do request to search your car or your person, then they must have a reasonable grounds for doing that. No, that's very interesting. That is very interesting indeed. I'd like to hear everybody's feedback on that. And while you've heard my story, I've got an opinion to that, but we don't have time to unpack that fully because I've just got a few more minutes to uh, interrogate you on the issue. And, uh, yeah, my producer's just asked, uh, thrown a very interesting question out there. Uh, The question is, if a driver does not have a physical driver's license, can they show a picture of their driver's license on their phone? Unfortunately, you need to have your mm. actual card right. on you in person. Okay. If you show your driving license on the phone, then you might be charged for failing to carry a driving license. So there is two sure. charges, either you're not having a valid driving license or you failed to carry your valid driving license in person. So you right. might be charged uh, for not carrying it in person. Polani, one more question I'd like to put past you, and I'm sure many people have come across this. When, you know, like late at night... Um, you're driving mm-hmm. out, given we've got load shedding, we've got dark mm-hmm. streets happening out there. You've spoken about identifiable roadblocks. Yes. Now, I've had an experience, uh, a previous workplace I was at, I used to work late at night, even into early hours of the morning, where I'd be coming home and suddenly, all of a sudden, a police officer would jump out of nowhere and, st- and try yes. to stop you. I've, I've got mm-hmm. to mention that I actually drove past this because given that situation yeah. in the country, I mean, look, I'm not implying anything towards the police service or anything, but we are living in a time of criminality and what have you. And if you think about something like that happening, say, after midnight, you go, your suspicions are going to be aroused. What would you suggest somebody does in a case like that? No, definitely. That uh, is uh, absolutely true what you're saying. And we do find that these days there are criminals to take advantage of these type of situations and get uh, themselves... With uh, false police, with uniform. false, with police, exactly, exactly. Yes, police uniform, right. and we consider them burgers cops. Mm-hmm. And that most times they operate at night or isolated areas where they target murderers. Right. So uh, it is important that when you do feel uncomfortable in mm-hmm. those type of situations, that uh, just switch on your emergency lights, uh, slow down and indicate that uh, you want to talk to the officer and that you are cooperating or what you can do is drive to the nearest filling station or police okay. station where there's a lot of people who can witness what's happening. And right. then from there, then the police can take whatever action that they need to take. But it's also at the same time, whilst you're driving off, 
not too fast, but slowly, and right. ensure that you do uh, notify your next of kin that you are in this uh, type of situation. Indeed. Kalani, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for taking the time for joining us this afternoon. Just giving us a background as to what our basic, our rights are and procedures are we can expect when being pulled over by the police and uh, what, how to identify the situation and what we can ask and what we, what we can do. If, if we feel that uh, things are not looking exactly kosher. Kalani Fikla, spokesperson for the Johannesburg Metro Police Department.